It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Wednesday. We are back and doing it. Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where it is your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole of Deftones University, as you can see there. Anyway, all right. Uh, we are going to continue our summer uh, preview series. Uh, today, we are going to get into the tight ends. We're almost done with the offense. Uh, thir- or sorry, Friday will end up being the, uh, the offensive line. And then we still have all the defensive positions as well as uh, we'll cover special teams in one grand swoop. Uh, but that's where we're at. We're starting to really get into it. And uh, almost felt overwhelmed with the uh, the wide receivers. I don't feel like we're going to have that issue with the tight ends. And that's because Michigan has a duo that is perhaps one of the best duos in the country, certainly in the conference. And it is part of what the passing game is certainly going to be. And uh, or it, between the pass, the run, really they've got th- uh, three guys that they know that they can 100% rely on. And uh, we'll, we'll tackle those three in the first segment. We'll discuss uh, the others at the end. I don't know if we'll have a full, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to do here to have a full, full deal. Um, but uh, if, if we don't, we'll, we'll touch on some ESPN, SP Plus or something like that. Uh, but anyway... Actually, that's exactly what we're going to do. So let's uh, let's talk about the three main options. Obviously, Eric All being the the main one, he certainly could have gone to the NFL. He flirted, uh, flirted, wow, flirted with the idea of uh, of going to the NFL after uh, this last year and decided to come back. Uh, and uh, he, I think, is relatively unheralded for considering what he brings to the table. Uh, he finally, we finally, just like with Mike Sainer still, but I think much more emphatically, we saw a lot of what we had heard about with Eric All uh, going into uh, his uh, his freshman season. We finally saw it this last year, uh, and keeping in mind he was second in both receive receptions and receiving yards. Uh, last year for Michigan and uh, tied for third. Uh, well, I guess it would be fifth in um, just because there were multiple guys that had three touchdowns uh, uh, receiving. He had two um, and uh, he, but he had 38 pass receptions for 437 yards. Uh, that's an average of 11.5 uh, yards per reception. Uh, just by comparison, it's still below Jake Butt in his senior year, our good friend. Uh, 46 uh, receptions, 546, 11.87 with four touchdowns. So, And that was a year in which Jake Butt won the Mackey Award, right? So, And Jake Butt the year before had 654 yards, so he had even more. Um, Michigan, obviously, a little bit more pass, uh, pretty pass happy. But uh, nonetheless, so he, he's a little bit behind the, the yardage with uh, 437 uh, compared to, but I mean, 38 when he's right there around the same kind of average. And this was not, uh, this was kind of his breakout year, right? Because he had 12 for 82 the year before. Uh, So this is, 
it's starting to come. And we I, I, obviously you, you've seen the athleticism, you've seen the the capability uh, as uh, particularly that Penn State play. But and and you think of him as that. But I mean, we talked yesterday about the uh, about the big block he had in the Ohio State game, which helped spring uh, AJ Henning for that touchdown. Uh, that was the key block. He's a, we, we've known for a while he's a fearless blocker, and so he clearly has that capability uh, as as well as being able to to go and catch the ball. And it, it, it seems like he is very, very serious about continuing to improve. I mean, I, I haven't been to the gym in a little while. I've been I've made walking around my gym lately. Need to uh trying to do the cutting rather than the bulking. Though I do need to hit the gym, that's no excuse. But when I have gone, like I've talked about seeing Joey Velasquez, I have gone and seen Eric All getting his second workout of the day in, knowing that he also worked out at Schembechler Hall earlier in the day. Uh, he, he, and obviously Joey, both being from the uh, Columbus, Ohio area, I know that they've been very close for a very long time. Uh, but, uh, they, they continue to, to do those things in tandem. They continue to work together. And, uh, I think that that's, that's really exciting that you have a guy of his caliber still around. I mean, and not, obviously he's, he's a guy that you can go to as an outlet that Penn state touchdown was an underneath a crossing route. Uh, and yeah, on a bum ankle, he still took it, you know, 50 some, you know, around 50 yards. I think it was 47, uh, for the touchdown. Uh, and, uh, that, that's just a microcosm of what he kind of brings to the table. Uh, but we can't leave out, uh, the, uh, his partner in crime. We're only going to cover two in the segment one, and then we'll, we'll get the other three in the next one. Uh, but, uh, his partner in crime, Luke Schoonmaker is eighth in, uh, receptions or sorry, in receiving yards. He had 17 catches, 165 yards. Uh, that's a 9.71 uh, yard average, uh, for, but he had three touchdowns. So that kind of shows you that, you know, you've got your short yardage tight end in a way, and then you've got your other guy. Again, let's look at uh, 2016. Um, really, it was pretty much all Jake Butt. The next closest one was Ian Bunting uh, with five catches for 46 uh, so really kind of did it on his own. Jake did, uh, but that's that it shows the quality of the depth that they have that Michigan has, uh, that they have two tight ends that can be reliable in that light. Uh, AJ Williams, the year before Jake, Butt had 51 receptions in 2015, AJ Williams had 12. So, uh, that's, uh, Luke's getting a little bit more play than AJ Williams uh, did as well. So I, I think that, I mean, when you see the fact that he's had a couple really big touchdowns, uh, you had the Indiana game, um, that and the uh, the Maryland one. Those are the those are the ones uh, that obviously those are the three touchdowns that we can talk about. But he's a guy that's just you know he looks like a tight end. He you know and him coming back for his fifth year is big, and uh, he's I think a little bit underrated considering. That he is a uh, that he that he has this capability, despite being a you know a three star type of guy. Um, I know Eric was kind of that as well, but Luke is just kind of slowly but surely come along. We we started to see it in 2019 uh, when he had, uh, I mean, he just had the two pass catches, 54 yards, the one touchdown, that one coming, that long one against uh, Illinois. So really coming along. Uh, didn't register anything in 2020, 
uh, but uh, is really became a big part of the game plan uh, this last year. And you have to obviously expect that that is going to continue. All right, we're going to talk about the other three tight ends. Again, there's just not much uh, to talk about. I guess what we might make this the whole thing about tight ends because we still have the freshmen to talk about. We'll 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 hit up ESP, ESPN SP Plus probably on Friday, and then we'll get back to the offensive line the following week. Just doing our programming on the fly. That is where we're at. All right, let's move on. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home as well as in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for the, every customer, and you know you can go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to get your auto parts needs. I have used Rock Auto many a time in my life, and it has saved me so much money uh, back when I had my my crap-a-lac. That's what we're going to call it. Anyway, go to rockauto.com right now. See other parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, let's continue. Let's discuss the other three that are already around. And one of them is going to be another key piece. And we've seen him only get one reception for 10 yards this last year. That came against Nebraska. So he's primarily a blocking tight end. uh, And that's how he likes it. And it's my comrade in uh, Star Wars fandom uh, on the team. Maybe there's more, but he's the only one I know of that is like a, a, a huge... Uh, nerd about it. We've had discussions about uh, our lightsabers, of which you know I have. Uh, I have two that you can probably you know you can see one in the shot. The other ones, if you're, I've got Palpatine behind one of one of the two that I've made at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Yes, I've made two. I have five lightsabers. I think it's getting out of hand. Okay, I digress. It's um, Joel Honigford. And he, you know, he's obviously, you know, slimmed down before this last year. So this really was his first year. Like we saw him playing tight end in 2020, but this last year was his first year really kind of doing it. And as, as a former offensive lineman, uh, he's really made it a kind of a role for himself and uh, especially in Michigan's run game. And I think that it's no surprise that when you have characters like him, that it's going to make it really easy for you to be able to run the ball more because he already has that technical aspect uh, of blocking due to the fact that he was uh, that he he was an offensive lineman got tutelage from uh, from Ed Warner kind of all along you know all the way through there and then got to uh, 
to move over now that he's over at tight ends. Obviously, he's he's on to yet another coach, having gone through uh, having had Jay Harbaugh last year, which obviously w- was instrumental, uh, and now Grant Newsom, another guy who has the offensive line experience. So I, I think that he, he's kind of well-rounded in that sense, and I'm looking forward to maybe seeing him get, get the ball here and there. I mean, I don't know if there's enough to go around, but when you have that many options, it, I think it's one of those things. And I just want to hearken to something that uh, it looked like Andrew Anthony, I think he told 24-7 Sports, uh, they went out to, they amongst many, went out to the to Chicago for the J.J. McCarthy camp. And uh, like Andrew Anthony had, had said, told some outlet. Again, I think I'm talking about Alejandro's, uh, Zuniga's uh, article said like, listen, it, we're adding to this offense and it's, we're so versatile because we've got so many parts. That's one of those things, right? I think that having guys that like Joel, that defenses can sit there and say, well, he's into block. So chances are he's not going to catch the ball. And then you can go ahead and do whatever you want. I think that it, like to, to kind of you know negate all the others, he becomes another option. And actually, there's a fourth guy that, I, for some reason, I just wasn't even thinking of mentioning here, and that's Carter Selzer, the sheriff. He's back for, I believe, his sixth year. Just it, It's insane because it seems like forever ago. I remember speaking to him when he committed as a recruit, as a uh, preferred walk-on. Uh, he, you know, He's the leader. You know, as far as the, he's the the guy that kind of leads the room along with Joel as far as the mentality. But it's just such a, just a veteran-led group, right? Because now you've got uh, you, you've got a, a senior in Eric All, the guy that you, you say is probably going to be your best. you got a super senior in uh, Luke Schoonmaker, a fifth-year guy. You've got a couple six-year guys in Joel and, uh, and Carter Selzer, if my memory is not failing me here. So uh, we haven't really seen much. We did see a target, a couple targets for Carter. If, I, if I'm correct, he didn't get any catches. Uh, no, he did. He got one for six yards. Was that the Ohio State game? I think. It, oh, no, it was Iowa. He, got one for, he was targeted in, I think, the Ohio State game and one that didn't go his way. But he got uh, one catch for six yards uh, there. So that's his only catch career-wise. So a guy who was very much on special teams. So uh, nonetheless, this is, this is, these are the four guys that you know you're going to be able to count on. And they're all severe upperclassmen, which is awesome. And then you've got guys that are like starting to get there maybe a little bit that aren't really ones that we're going to be seeing, right? Like uh, Matthew Hibner, we still haven't seen him yet. You know, like that's, that's crazy because he's a four star from Burke, Virginia, and he's just been waiting his turn. And maybe he'll get some play going into his junior year, but maybe he won't because there are that many guys in this loaded tight end room. I mean, this is this is the best tight end room in the country probably, aside from maybe Georgia. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it is very impressive that they have four guys that they really like. And I know we haven't seen much of Carter, but I mean, they, we hear about him all the time in the media. He is a key piece, and I think he we saw increased playing time for him this past year. Um, I don't know if I can look up exactly how many um, how uh, where it stood. It doesn't look like uh, my PFF's working right now, 
So we'll uh, maybe we'll do that some other time. But it's uh, he's a key component. So much so that uh, that again we we haven't seen Matthew Hibner, and then you got Louis Hansen comes in as a four star as well uh, out of uh, New England, and you know there's rumors of some malcontent. We'll, we'll you know, but he's still obviously with the program. Uh, it, you got to hope that you can hold on to those guys that, and get them to wait their turn. It, it's a little easier said than done in today's current climate. Uh, but because you have those two guys just kind of waiting in the wings, and we don't know much about them. We don't know what they're really capable of. Uh, we don't know exactly uh, how good or not good they're going to be, um, especially because even in the spring game, we, we didn't really see much of those two guys uh, really out there making plays. Uh, it's really, you know, like the, the other ones that we saw were an early enrollee as well as Max Bredesen, so, uh, who's a walk-on, the younger brother of Ben Bredesen. So it's, uh, again, speaks to how loaded this room is. Um, that's really all I have to say about, about those two guys because I don't know. We don't know. You know, I can sit there and say, well, they could do this, they could do that, but we just don't know. Um, but that said, there's two more guys coming in. Uh, and I want to talk about uh, them in short uh, here momentarily. Uh, but before we do, per huge, uh, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, sports, and uh, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to the playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, we are going to keep this episode short and sweet, especially knowing that tomorrow is the mailbag. Again, get your questions in. I put it on Twitter, so get them in. Uh is, is response to my uh, call for mailbag questions so that we can rock that out on Thursday. Uh, but uh, today we're, we're just going to keep it short and sweet. Like I said, we're, we're changing up Friday to uh, ESPN SP plus the advanced analytics have Michigan at number four in the country. Unfortunately, number one is Ohio state, but they expect Michigan to be sixth in offense and 20th in deep, excuse me, 20th in defense. So they have Ohio State as 13th in defense. Which one's really going to be better? We'll find out. I have more faith in Michigan because the track record is a little bit better defensively in recent years than Ohio State's defense. But we're getting all that on Friday. Uh, Michigan's uh, got uh, two more guys that they're bringing in. I'm not going to delve into any of the other walk-ons. Obviously, Max Bredesen had the touchdown in the spring game. Looked really good, uh, especially the post-touchdown uh, celebration. But uh, nonetheless, there's um, we got to see Colston Loveland, the Idaho four-star, 
really shine, making a really good, you know beautiful catch. He he's the, obviously looks has the look of a guy that's more going to be your pass catching uh, type tight end. Uh, from what we see now, again, you never know how much a guy's going to bulk, you know, and how much a guy's going to be that type of, uh, end up being more of a blocky type or whatever. And maybe we'll, this would have been a good episode to bring Jake, Jake on, but a little too late for that to to discuss, uh, some of those nuances. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do that next week, but, um, it's, uh, Colston has, has the look of a guy that can contribute early. I mean, it was a relatively early down, you know, part in the game in which he had his big catch. So that's good news. That's that's a good sign that he could be involved early in the offense. It's a bad sign for the other two tight ends that have been waiting their turn. But uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't bet on it. But there's certainly that capability. And when you think about Colston Loveland, I think the one of the things that jumps out to me was his offer list, right? Because he wasn't necessarily like his name kind of came out of nowhere. And uh, the good news for for Michigan is that they were able to land him, given some of the some of the other guys that uh, other other schools that were recruiting him. Uh, Alabama has an Alabama offer. Alabama, I believe, offered him before Michigan. LSU. I know LSU wasn't that hasn't been that good the last two years, but I mean they're a couple of years off of a national championship win. Auburn. I mean it's not a ton of schools. There's only I think like 15 schools here, but I mean a, a lot of Power Five mixed in with a couple of those like regional. The the regionals are essentially Boise State, which is you know borderline it's not a power five but it might as well be in a lot of ways idaho state nevada unlv and utah state otherwise i mean you're looking at michigan arizona arizona state oregon state colorado lsu i think i I skip over alabama and auburn uh ucla uh and utah i mean that that's a pretty it's a small offer list but it's pretty dang good and it, you you have to know that if Alabama offers you, you're pretty good at football, right? Chances are you're not just like some schlub out there. So that is pretty incredible. And we kind of saw that right away. And the fact that he came in and early enrolled is huge. Marlon Klein, the German-born uh, tight end who played uh, at Rayburn Gap, uh, Nakuchi School in uh, Georgia, uh, we, we haven't gotten to see him yet. He's got some filling out to do. I saw him on the sidelines walking through, um, as a, uh, as a visitor for the spring game. So he's still, he's still got some filling out to do, but I mean, I feel like these are all guys are all in the same vein. And I think that Michigan has really done a really good job of, of recruiting, uh, re- recruiting some good talent and then really this this has been a, a position group that's really done very well in recent years. And I think the other component is obviously to discuss that Grant Newsom is going to be the coach of the position is his first year as a on-field coach. That seems crazy to me because I mean, he came in as a recruit the year that I started uh, covering the team and now he's a coach. Um, and, uh, but I mean, he, he's had his work with, uh, with Jay Harbaugh. Uh, he's been an assistant with Sharon Moore and just the way that he is spoken about inside the program 
it gives me a lot of confidence that this isn't going to be any kind of drop off. I mean, we'll see, right? Like I'm still going to be skeptical of a lot of things. I'm still skeptical of the offense in some other ways. We'll talk about that on the mailbag. Cause I know I saw some questions that allow me to elaborate on that, but like when he's talked about, he's talked about as like, well, he's, we're glad we have him now because he's not going to last year long because he's going to get scooped up as a head coach somewhere. Um, we'll see how that plays out because that's that's a difficult ask to go from tight end to, but maybe he goes from tight ends coach to offensive coordinator, whether it be here or somewhere else. I mean, they clearly think he's a star. And it helps that he has all this talent at his disposal. So the question is, is how does he manage it? Because that's the big thing with position coaches in game. Yeah, some of the stuff is what happens in practice, teaching the techniques and fundamentals, but a lot of being a position coach is imparting the head coach's vision onto the players and as far as the playbook and all of that and the game plans and all of that kind of stuff, making sure that it's imparted. And so with that in mind, it'll be really interesting to see how he does with a familiar offense with uh, that's going to be led by a guy that he was literally just working with in Sharon Moore. And a uh, a lot of talent. So, all right, that ended up going a little bit longer than I thought it was going to, just for the the tight end group. But that's how many uh, how many talented tight ends they have. I feel like they are an unsung part of this offense, and it probably shouldn't be. And it probably tells tells me that they are going to go off, just like last year when I didn't talk about Blake Corum in the off season. Right? That's how it goes. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Again, get questions in in the mailbag. Uh, and uh, we will do that on Thursday. So from Deftones University, I'm Isaiah Hole. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for watching and or listening. Peace. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day